If you're looking for a new way to support Side Mission, check out W.GG, an energy supplement company trying to make a difference. Make sure to use code SIDEMISSION for 15% off your order. Thank you, Dubby, for sponsoring this episode, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome to the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by just one of the boys, Kyle. And today, we've got what we've jokingly dubbed uh, kind of a filler episode. Uh, the joke that we made, Kyle, was this is episode 793 of One Piece. And uh, for those out there that are listening, uh, if you're a big One Piece fan, I have no idea what episode that is. So if that's an episode where, like, ten main characters die... Forgive me. That's not going to happen in this episode for us. But we are talking, Kyle, about LEGO 2K Drive, a game that, to be completely honest, I don't know that any of us really were looking forward to to start the year. Uh, and it came out at just about the worst time possible when you consider it was the week after Tears of the Kingdom came out. And obviously, if you've heard that episode, you know that we absolutely loved it. It was really hard to... Uh, make time for lego 2k drive with tears of the kingdom out but i think this is an interesting racing game that there's some things to, it, it's it feels really hard to follow up tears of the kingdom i'm not gonna lie kyle I'm not gonna it, it really does because like when you get such a great game we get such great content you know, it's so hard to come off of that high talking about you know lego 2k drive which don't get me wrong i think that this game uh it, it's it's good i think it's fun um, but yeah, I definitely understand that. Um, talking more about, uh, Lego, though, I gotta say that when we first saw the trailer for this, I was like, okay, you know, a racing game being made by 2K, you know, 2K has made a lot of games, you know, I'm pretty sure they know how to handle, you know, these big multiplayer, um, experiences, and yes. I, I can say that, I think 2K did a great job making this game. It runs well. It performs as advertised. There's not really any microtransactions. I mean, I've I've played, you know, like almost the whole game, and I haven't spent any real money other than buying it. So, yeah. you know, it's... I, I can't say that there are some positives. Um, We'll start... Let, let's start with the negatives before we get into the real good stuff, though. The negatives are really heavy. Like, anything that has to do with non-driving, anything doing with non-racing, my bad, anything outside of racing, I thought was terrible. No, I agree. I think that especially early on, you have to do, like, this tower defense kind of mission. Yeah. And it's one of those... I think we were at a party when I played through that, Kyle, and I, I was sitting here going, why in a racing game, why is there a mission about tower defense? Exactly. Why am I Why am I doing something that isn't racing? And the thing is, LEGO 2K Drive is a fun game. I will still probably play it from time to time, even after this episode goes live, because Same. obviously, you know, Street Fighter Six is out at the moment of recording this, and as, as of recording this, you know, Diablo 4 is going to drop, I, I'm assuming, at 11 o'clock my time tonight, midnight, you know, Eastern. Um, I'm assuming that that's going to drop tonight. So, obviously, there's a lot of games coming out. You know, Final Fantasy 16 comes out later this month. I will still probably pick this game up from time to time because it is a fun game to play. But there are so many moments where I'm like, why was this included? Why? Like, here's my thing. 
I'm fine with it being open world. Why are there quests about finding random NPCs? When, by the way, you can't get out of the car. Yeah. At least not to my knowledge. Like, you can't get out of the car. And very early on, there's this mission where you have to go find uh, this 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 driver that apparently really likes dessert. And you go basically to all of these stores that are advertised for, like, ice cream, donuts, pie, stuff like that. You go around and try to find this NPC. And I, the whole time I'm doing it, I'm just like... Why in a racing game am I doing this? Why in the why in the world is this? Like I get it, vary the gameplay up, but I think you should also understand who the audience is that's going to be playing this game. It's going to be people that love racing games. It's going to be people that love whether you're a Forza fan, a Mario Kart fan, Gran Turismo. I feel like there is something here for every kind of racing fan. It's not exactly a kart racer, but it's also not exactly Forza or Gran Turismo. Right. Like it's it's that, it's that weird little in between. But far too often with some of the gameplay mechanics, I was just like why exactly am I doing And the other part of it is, Kyle, none of that stuff is really all that well done. It's like really the tower not. defense, the tower defense is really not good. Like it's 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 very awkward. It doesn't control well. Um and it kind of feeds into a larger problem with the game is that you really have to give this game some time if you want to get into it. You have got yeah. to give it some time. Like it this is not a game you're gonna fall in love with at the start. Yeah, especially when, like, right out the bat, they start you with the worst controls, and they just expect you to kind of make do with it until you get better cards, which, like, I kind of get, but at the same time, it made the drifting completely useless. I had to get around with just trying to e-brake, and, yeah. you know, until I got all the way up to Class B, which took me, you know, like six or seven races then i had to do like a grand prix so that was a lot of fucking you know play time while you know half of it was split between races and the other half was random meaningless bullshit like rusty was talking about where he had to do the stupid tower defense against robots or there was this section where i had to rescue dolphins from tornadoes in a lake and it didn't make any sense why i was driving out on the lake and trying to fly up in this tornado just to catch this dolphin like this is lego 2k drive now if it was an open world lego game and just regular you know no cars then yeah that it definitely seems like something that would be in a lego game but i was picking this up expecting it to kind of be like hot wheels hot wheels came out and pleasantly surprised us where the entire game was about racing the whole thing and there yes. were obviously new things that got unlocked as you progressed through, you know, like the story races. There were new tracks, new cars, you know, there were new uh, hazards. I thought that that was really fun because it kept me interested. I always wanted to see what car I was going to unlock next or, you know, what track I'm going to get to play on next. In this game, I feel that, you know... I don't have that same uh, sense of wonder. I don't have the need to go to the next race because I do one race and then it's like, okay, you got to do, you know, these other side missions and then do more races and then do more side missions. And it's like, you know, it really breaks up my time playing it because I'll finish a race. I'll be like, man, that was a lot of fun. And then it'll send me out to do a side quest and I just immediately get bored. And I'm like, all right, I'll come back to this later. This game's racing, though, 
That's one hundred. Yeah, that's where this shit shines. I thought the racing was a lot of fun. Well, and I think that that's a great comparison. This to Hot Wheels Unleashed, great, great comparison because I feel like they're two very, very similar games in that aspect. Very similar style. They're maybe meant a little bit more for kids, but you could tell there absolutely is a difficulty curve at some point that you know I think guys our age can have fun with, or people our age can have fun with. Um, and the racing is fantastic. Before we get onto that, though, the other big negative and the big difference between Hot Wheels and this is that this game tries to have a story. Yeah. Like Hot Wheels, it was more of a circuit. It was more of a, hey, here's all these tracks. There's a bunch of side objectives. There's time trials. There's all this stuff that you can do. Uh, but there's no real story. And then there's no real, like, they're not trying to give you some narrative. More or less, it's like a Mario Kart circuit almost. Yeah. I think that this game would have benefited from that same kind of style of you know of, of a quote-unquote story mode or a, a kind of like street fighter Six's world tour mode i feel like it would have benefited from not trying to tell a story and have a main villain right because the story here is not good it's not very good it's very generic it's very bland um and to be completely honest with you it just kind of boils down to you know oh Big bad guy is, is the new number one guy on the racing scene, and you need to take him down. Yeah. It's very oversimplified. It's very generic. Like, there's, I feel like they would have almost been better off just saying, or not even really saying anything, just, you know, putting you on a map, giving you a bunch of waypoints for races and time trials, and going from there and cutting out all of the middlemen as well. Uh, now, all of that being said, when you get into the pure racing of this game, this game is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And again, if you can... There there are certain things that really work about this game. For one, I love, and you see this a lot when you're going around the open road, I love how when you go from on-road, off-road, water, your car automa- your vehicle automatically changes. So you go from a normal car that you would drive on a, on a pavement road to an off-road vehicle like a Jeep or a buggy. or like, And then you go into a boat when you get on the water. I love how it automatically changes and there's like... There's no loading screen. There's no anything like that. There's no real delay. It swaps over immediately. I think that's really cool. And I think that the the tracks themselves are really well-designed tracks. Again, they're not easy. They're very, very difficult, especially early on when you don't understand the mechanics and they don't really give you the best vehicles right away. Uh, there's a lot of really, really good tracks here that, again, you see there's there's absolutely some positives to be found here. Yeah, like when uh when I was going through doing, you know, like uh different races, I was thinking about, you know, how much fun it would be if they still had the open world with all that extra content and just made it side stuff. If the extra content was not required for the story and the only things required to progress the story, to level up your class, to get to the new islands were races, I think that I would feel so much better about this game. Um because the open world stuff is fun when it's taken outside of racing and it's not, you know, these... Because uh, there are, like, these little objectives you have to do. Um, usually it's just get from point A to point B as fast as possible, which I think those are fun. It's a lot of fun being out in the open world. You go through one of those, like, banners, and then it's like you got to get to this checkpoint in 20 seconds. And you'll go from a car to a boat to, you know, an ATV for off-road... It, all in 20 seconds trying to get to this, you know, endpoint. And I thought that was really fun. But they don't require any of that for the story. 
What they do require for the story is the tower defense shit, the saving dolphins garbage, the finding NPCs shit. Like, I don't like that stuff. Like the uh, the defending or saving citizens from you know. Yeah, the it? saving citizens. Robots? Yeah, there were there was robots and like zombies and clowns and I had I had to do that same kind of mission three different times and. I would have much rather done three different races. I don't care if it's on the same track. I don't care if it's against the same person. The racing is where this game excels because it's so smooth. There are no frame dips. And that's impressive in 2023. Um, but that's also where I think, you know, some of 2K's experience handling big online multiplayer games comes in handy because they already knew how to have these servers running because I think Rusty and I played day one, like, you know, when it launched and oh, yeah. we, we, I haven't had any crashes. I haven't had any performance issues. I have to say this game was very polished. Um, it, it's just the mechanics of it, you know, mainly just the side stuff. That's really all I have to complain about. And I hate that I keep going back over it. It's just that I cannot stress how much fun the racing is and how dragged down it is by the side content because, yeah, you know it's it's cool that you know you can even build your own car in this, which I'm not creative enough to do, because I mean it's down by the very you know singular piece. You can create whatever kind of car you want. Uh, I just I just don't have the creativity for that. But that's a cool feature that would be used more, I think, if the game was more focused on racing. Every time one of these games comes out that has a mechanic like, you know, building your own level like Mario Maker 2 or building your own car, or building your own vehicle, something like this. Every time I keep thinking like Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is another one. Some of these games are just too creative for me. Same. Some of these games, I'm just not creative enough to really maximize or get that maximum, you know, the maximum potential out of a game. And this is one of those where, like, again, the building mechanic is really, really interesting. It's really cool. And for creative people, I'm sure, like, that's a lot of fun. You could probably spend hours upon hours in that and, and, and you know, and, again, only scratch the surface of it. Uh, I think the customizability as something that's a little bit, I don't want to say dumbed down, but it's almost the easier version of building a whole car. It's it's kind of the light version. I think the customization is actually really good as well, especially in the story mode. Like, being yes. able to customize how your car looks the style of it the color of it it can be translucent it can be clear it can be it can have that metallic shine it can be more matte <laughs> matte lol um <laughs> but I, I think all of that works really well and again like there are so many things there's so, there's quite a bit about this game that's really good because again you mentioned the performance runs really well and in a in 2023 it's becoming very apparent that that is actually a challenge for video game devs yeah, because there no have been quite a few games that have been released that are not finished and are clearly unpolished and not ready. Uh, and this one doesn't fall into that category. Now, this one, I'm sure, with that Lego style, is probably a lot easier to you know polish and make Very look true. good, and it runs and it, it it's not as taxing graphically as some of these other behemoths are. Uh, but you have to give them props. You have to give the devs props that they at least released something that was ready day one. And again. I never had any crashes. I never really experienced many frame rate drops. And in racing, and I'll say the same thing about Street Fighter VI whenever we record it, because, again, that's another game that it runs really, really well, and it needs to. In a racing game, you cannot afford frame rate drops. It's the yeah. same thing in fighting games, the same thing in first-person shooters. You can't afford frame rate drops because you won't be able to compete. 
you literally you you just can't fucking compete. You literally can't do that <laughs> at all. You can't yeah. do that at all if there's frame rate drops and if they're consistently there. Like it's it's hard. So for the fact that online play, this game performs as smoothly as it has for us. I have to give the devs a lot of credit. They've done a really good job. Now, it is unfortunate, and again, I hate to go back to this, it's very unfortunate that as good as the racing is, and we haven't even mentioned like the power-ups and the attacks, I think those are actually really good. I like that you know, a lot of them are used more as, like, you almost have a health bar, or your car almost has a health bar, and when it blows up, people are going to get a laugh at this, you get bricked. <laughs> you get bricked up. <laughs> they knew what they were doing there. They knew. They knew what they were doing. Uh, but I like that. I like that it's almost like you have a health bar, and it's not just, oh, well, if you get hit once by some of these power-ups, you're done. Some of them have that effect, but others are more, you deal damage over time, and if you deal enough damage, then, you know, the car blows up. Or the vehicle yeah. you're attacking blows up. And I like that, because again, it's a very similar style to what was done in Mario Kart and what's been done in a lot of kart racers, but it's not exactly the same, and they put their own little twist on it, and I like that. Again, I think that's good that they try to do some things differently. And, and again, even on the negatives, I give them credit for at least trying. They don't get full credit because some of the things did not work whatsoever, like the tower defense, like saving civilians, like the story. Some of it just doesn't work. But I feel like this is also your classic like 7 out of 10 game. I feel like yeah. you've got to go into this game knowing you're not going to get a game of the year contender. You're not getting a game of the year you know, favorite. You're getting a game that is essentially there for you to just hop on. You know, but If you just like have like an hour before work and you want to kill like 30 minutes, this is like the perfect game to get on there and do a couple races in and do that. It's the perfect yeah. game for that. So, like a two-grade rap, I will say before we go, Kyle, and I'll let you speak because I know this irritated this irritated the shit out of both of us. We have got a game game developers out there. We have got to get to a point where we do not rely on linking accounts to play online. Yes. I have PlayStation Network. I have Xbox Live. We have uh, Xbox Live isn't even around anymore, but you know we 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 pay we pay for this online service. Why in the world do I need to link a 2K account to play online? And spoiler alert, Street Fighter 6 does the same thing with Capcom ID. Why do I need to link that to play online if I if I pay for an online service, you know, every year for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch even? Why do I need to then link an account? I think that's stupid. Yeah, that's very stupid because you got to think about, you know, the majority of people who will be playing this game will be kids. It's a Lego game. Uh, it's kind of geared towards a younger audience. Why would you require them to link an account when, I mean, the youngest person playing this could be like five or six years old? Do you think that kid has a fucking 2K account? That doesn't make any exactly. sense. Like, you're, you're creating more work for the parents. The, the, whole, the whole point is to give your kid this video game so they stop bothering you. Not so they come to you with more issues, because I guarantee you the parents don't understand what a 2K account is. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, sure, son, let me set that up for you. They're going to be like, what the hell is this? Why do I got to set something up on my phone just to play on my, you know, PlayStation or my Xbox or even my computer or Switch? You know, this game's on yeah. all platforms. I think that it doesn't make sense that you are requiring us to link an account. It's It's the same as when, like, People launch their games on PC, but then they say you gotta you gotta have the Blizzard launcher, you gotta have the Epic launcher, you gotta have the Call of Duty launcher, you gotta have everything other than Steam. 
Riot Games, yeah. It's so dumb. Like, I, I hate that, you know... If I were to make a sequel for this game, if there, if if a sequel or another Lego 2K Drive game comes out, here's what I would like to see: ten percent side stuff, ninety percent racing, no account linking. I think that if they were to, because I think this game reviewed pretty well. I'm not sure how the sales went, but I mean, if this game sells enough to warrant another game in the franchise, that's what you should do. I, mean, I think you have a. Yeah. I think you have a good first draft here. I'll say that. Yep, agreed. This definitely feels like a first draft where they tr- they threw a lot of things at the wall and only you know some of them sticked. I think the racing was great. Some of the open world stuff, like the you know uh, um, the things we we're talking about earlier, where you got to get from point A to point B in a certain amount of time, those are fun. But all of the extra side quests and the main missions that are required, that's not racing, all that stuff's got to go. If you were to replace all of that with racing, I think that this game could have been on the level of Hot Wheels because Hot Wheels was one that you know again. It's another game that's probably geared towards a younger audience, but so many older people loved it because of how fun it was, how smooth it ran, and how it was, at its core, just a pure racing game. And when you buy a game called LEGO 2K Drive, I'm not expecting tower defense. Yeah, that 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 ultimately is where I feel like they missed the mark. I feel like they missed the mark in trying to have all of this different content. It's almost like, you know, you hear all the time with racing games, a very consistent complaint is, well, the gameplay does kind of get repetitive. It gets a little monotonous. And it's almost like they tried to beat those allegations. But the problem is, is that some of the best racing games out there, you know, you think back to like Forza Horizon 5, how great that game was. What did that game do? It focused on what made the game great. It focused on the gameplay. And the problem is that, yeah... The gameplay might get repetitive, but it's a racing game. Unfortunately, that's kind of just that's kind of just part of the genre. It's going to get it's it's going to get repetitive at some point, and there's no real way around that. But if your game is fun enough, the repetition to the people that love it, it won't matter. It ultimately will not matter. And I think that they tried way too hard to be overly creative and to have all these varied gameplay. And the problem is when you try to spread yourself that thin, it all kind of just comes out a little half-baked. And those other su- those other missions, those other modes, they do feel very half-baked. The racing feels like a lot of time and a lot of care was put into it. The rest of it does not feel that way at all. I 100% agree. So I, I think that... I think that this there's. I hope that we see another Lego Two Gear. I hope we see a sequel. I hope that this doesn't just go by the wayside. I think that I think that this is a very quality game. So that's on seven out of ten. I'd be willing to almost go as high as an eight. I'd be willing to go to an eight and say it's an eight out of ten. I think it's a good game. I think it's worth the money that you get. And I think that again, you get a finished product day one. And that apparently is very hard for developers, as we talked about earlier. So I think that this is a good game. And I think if you're a racing fan, I think you should try this game. I think if you can get past the slow start it has and you can get past the side missions, LOL, side missions. <laughs> side um, I think that I think there's a lot of fun to be had with this game. It's not going to win game of the year or anything, but it's a very solid racing game. And that's all you can ask for. So that is going to do it for this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Side Mission Pod. You can follow us on Facebook as well at Side Mission Podcast. For Kyle and Max non-existent ass, he didn't play this game. 
I'm Presty. Thanks for listening.